Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Friday the 7th of August. Today we are remembering John Mason Neal, who was a priest and a hymn writer, died in 1866. The joys of Wikipedia tell us that he was a translator of hymns, including All Glory, Lord and Honour, A Great and Mighty Wonder, and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and he even had something to do with Good King Wenceslas as well. That is as much as I know. Excellent. So, um, richmondhudselparish.org.uk, latest resources and podcasts. It's getting a little tricky to get to these pages, but our very lovely Purple Creative are going to cobble some pages together for us to make it easier to get to them. At the moment, the page you need is the 2nd of August. It might be that quite soon they'll be clumped into June, July, August months, but it's all on there. Um, on the latest resources and podcast page, there's all the stuff from during the week. Um, a reminder on the What's On page that you can, every night at 8 o'clock, join us for Compline. Um, you can do that on Zoom and you can also dial into that as well. Uh, later on today or first thing tomorrow morning, the invitation for the 10 o'clock live communion service will be on the website. Um, it will have all the resources for that. But already up, because Scott's an eager beaver, is the invitation to interactive choral evensong on Sunday at half past six. Now, unlike the morning service, where if you wish to join us in church, you can, or do it on Zoom, etc., the choral evensong is only on Zoom. Um, that's really just so we can get the music right especially since we can't sing in church but That's if you join in on yeah. zoom you can sing away to your heart's content because we will mute you yes um <laughs> so in love of course but we will mute you um so the information for there is uh you can have a sneak preview of what all the music is you can even have a practice if you want because the link's there as well right no yes perfect church is open for him yeah we'll be in there tinkering yeah today. Uh, church is open today. yeah today yeah so uh uh, we might be there in the morning just fiddling with the sound system, but uh, otherwise it's open for morning prayer. No, it's just open for prayer. Indeed. Okay. Should we start again? No. So it is Friday, so soon, and uh, we start our day with prayer and worship. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving and be glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed. And the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. 
as we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 31. Into your hands I commend my spirit. In you, O Lord, have I taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Incline your ear to me, make haste to deliver me. Be my strong rock, a fortress to save me, for you are my rock and my stronghold. Guide me and lead me for your name's sake. Take me out of the net that they have laid secretly for me, for you are my strength. Into your hands I commend my spirit, for you have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I hate those who cling to worthless idols. I put my trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have seen my affliction and have known my soul in adversity. You have not shut me up in the hand of my enemy. You have set my feet in an open place. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with sorrow, my soul and my body also. For my life is wasted with grief and my eye, my years with sighing. My strength fails me because of my affliction and my bones are consumed. I have become a reproach to all my enemies and even to my neighbours, an object of dread to my acquaintances. When they see me in the street, they flee from me. I am forgotten like one that is dead, out of mind. I have become like a broken vessel. For I have heard the whispering of the crowd, fear is on every side. They scheme together against me and plot to take my life. But my trust is in you, O Lord. I have said, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face to shine upon your servant and save me for your mercy's sake. Lord, let me not be confounded, for I have called upon you. But let the wicked be put to shame. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence that speak against the righteous with arrogance, disdain and contempt. How abundant is your goodness, O Lord, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared in the sight of all for those who put their trust in you. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from those who slander them. You keep them safe in your refuge from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his steadfast love when I was as a city besieged. I had said in my alarm, I have been cut off from the sight of your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my prayer when I cried out to you. Love the Lord, all you his servants, for the Lord protects the faithful, but repays to the fool the proud. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait in hope for the Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, when scorn and shame besiege us and hope is veiled in grief, Hold us in your wounded hands and make your face shine on us again, for you are our Lord and God. Amen. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The first reading is from 1 Samuel, chapter 17. When the words that David spoke were heard, they were repeated before Saul, and he sent for him. David said to King Saul, Let no one's heart fail because of him, that's Goliath. Your servants will go and fight with the Philistine. King Saul said to David, You, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are just a boy, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And whenever a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I went after it and struck it down, rescuing the lamb from its mouth. And if it turned against me, I would catch it by the jaw, strike it down and kill it. Your servant has killed both lions and bears. And this uncircumcised Philistine, he shall be like one of them since he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, The Lord who saved me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will save me from the hand of the Philistine. So King Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. Saul clothed David with his armour. He put a bronze helmet on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. David strapped Saul's sword over the armour and he tried in vain to walk, for he was not used to them. Then David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I am not used to them. So David removed them. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the wadi and put them in his shepherd's bag in the pouch. His sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. Philistine came on and drew near to David with his shield bearer in front of him. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he disdained him for he was only a youth ruddy and handsome in appearance. But the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog, that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Then the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the wild animals of the field. But David said to the Philistine, You come to me with sword and spear, and javelin but i come to you in the name of the lord of hosts the god of the armies of israel whom you have defied this very day the lord will deliver you into my hand and i will strike you down and cut off your head and i will give the dead bodies of the philistine army this very day to the birds of the air and to the wild animals of the earth so that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly 
may know that the Lord does not save by sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. When the Philistine drew nearer to meet David, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, slung it, and struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down onto the ground. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, striking down the Philistine and killing him. There was no sword in David's hand. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine. He grasped his sword, drew it out of its sheath and killed him. Then he cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. The troops of Israel and Judah rose up with a shout and pursued the Philistines as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron, so that the wounded Philistines fell on the way from Shareim as far as Gath and Ekron. The Israelites came back from chasing the Philistines and they plundered their camp. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armour in his tent. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. Come, let us return to the Lord, who has torn us, and will heal us. God has stricken us and will bind up our wounds. After two days he will revive revive us and on the third day will raise us up that we may live in his presence. Let us strive to know the Lord. His appearing is as sure as the sunrise. He will come to us like the showers, like the spring rains that water the earth. O Ephraim, How shall I deal with you? How shall I deal with you, O Judah? Your love for me is like the morning mist, like the dew that goes away early. Therefore, I have hewn them by the prophets, for and my judgment goes forth as the light. For loyalty is my desire, and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God, rather than burnt offerings. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. We have Luke chapter 24. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, 
Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. And how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some of some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O God, by the forgiveness of all their sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, 
You shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O God by the forgiveness of all their sins. So a time of prayer. We pray for strength in our faith, for strength in prayer, in our readings on a Sunday morning, we are working through Romans and we are encouraged in prayer. Mystery of prayer. Sometimes we can be full of doubt and Paul in Romans says we do not know how to pray as we ought. Spirit himself intercedes for us with prayers size too deep for words. In the words from Hosea earlier in this morning worship, God comes to us like the showers, like spring rains that water the earth. And we give thanks for occasional showers, refreshing, abundant hedgerows and grasses and trees amongst the heat of summer. We give thanks for the prayers and offer the prayers said in our church building, spoken and unspoken each day by people visiting for private prayer. As I left church yesterday evening after a late meeting, there was the single sound of the river. And we give thanks for that constant presence passing by our town. The ever-flowing water that's gone through on this night that's just passed and continues right now. <clears throat> and most of the time we forget it's there. We pray that as perhaps we are similarly forgetful of our God. We give thanks that our God is always with us. The Spirit is ever flowing through us and around us and in our world. We give thanks for many relationships and friendships many family members and people in our church who we are comfortable with, take for granted in a nice way. 
we bring before God in prayer two or three people who we are particularly thankful for as we awake on this day. May we be reminded that each of us is likely to be very important and special to some others. We give thanks for their prayers, giving thanks most of all that we are hugely important to our God, a God who sacrifices himself for us. And may we, in turn, offer ourselves, not just in prayer, but in service and love. We pray for those who have worked for us overnight when we've been asleep. For those working for us now who we take for granted, many who we have no idea that they're working for us. We pray that in businesses, shops, transport, those working hard are kept safe at these times, praying especially for those in our health service and care homes. And we bring before our God those who are ill in body, mind or spirit. Bringing also those who grieve at this time, those whose grief is raw. And we give thanks for the friendships of those who we know today and the lives of those who've inspired us, who've gone before us. We pray that we, through your immense grace and mercy, that we may show your love in our lives and that others may be inspired by you through us in our lives, in the way that we strive to imitate you. So give us strength to be prayerful this day, strong this day and follow you in every step that we take this day. Almighty Lord and everlasting God, we beseech you to direct, sanctify and govern both our hearts and bodies in the ways of your laws and the works of your commandments, that through your most mighty protection, both here and ever, we may, preserve, we may be preserved in body and soul through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.